0: The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEM's best tipsters.
1: Yeah, that's what we try and do every Saturday morning. We do a few you wherever you are around this wonderful country called Australia, the state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. we love having your company on the Odds Couple of a Saturday morning special, two hour edition. 7 a.m. kickoff through to 9, and what a race day to be able to spend two hours analysing what's about to take place on the Australian turf this afternoon. Massive day up in Sydney with the Everest, of course. Also the $5 million King Charles Stakes for the Milers, so the Spinners and the Milers, all in action up there in Sydney. And, of course, down here in Melbourne, the best of the three-year-olds in the Caulfield Guineas. Also the Herbert Power, the Might and Power. There's plenty of races with lots and lots of interest for the rest of the spring. There's that much going on. I need a hand, as per usual. And with me, um, David... Ta- oh. <laughs> I mean, Josh Jenkins is with me. Morning, um, Simon. Morning, Josh. Uh, lovely Good to morning. have you here. Oh, it's lovely to be here. On, uh, uh... Unfortunately, there's a spot on your right yeah. before you, you know, talk of the excitement of the day that hasn't been taken up. Uh, Tags isn't here. No. Uh, any word?
2: Uh, well, there's a very small vacancy where a uh, very small man usually, a somewhat circular man normally sits. He's not here. There's nothing there. He has claimed he's been able to win over the bosses here at SEN, at the Sports and Entertainment Network, and uh, has told them he cannot do two hours plus a day at the races. He can only do one hour plus a day at the races, which is fine, because we'll just dock him 50% of his pay. I wonder why he doesn't do seven till eight. Yeah, and get get a longer break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a jockey, so he's used to yeah. getting up early, so that shouldn't be the problem. Maybe
1: we suggest that to him when he does arrive a little later on. We said, mate, what about you do the first hour? Because mm. it gives you more of a break then to get to the races mm. in the afternoon. That's a good point.
2: Uh, but uh, he did try and uh, put the guilt on me about... Uh, you know, not being able to do the two hours. And I thought, well, if there's ever a day where you do the two hours, it would be the day where there are millions upon millions upon millions of dollars kicking around for horses today. We've got some of the greatest races mm. assembled on one particular day. And he's chosen to take today off, which is interesting, but he was on leave. He did take leave for the first group one of the spring. So, I guess this is uh, all in fitting with what he's been up to as a, as a strange, strange little individual.
1: Yeah, well, um, well, we will be talking to Tags after 8 o'clock while he has a bit of a sleep in and gathers himself. Um, we'll push for him to get here at 7 next week, just do the 7 to 8, give him a longer break. We'll see if that, that's what's satisfying him we'll or possibly just, I want to stay in bed. I think that's more probably the, uh, the program he wants to live with. I, I'm going to say something really stupid now. And not for the first time. It goes like this. The race that I'm most fascinated in today. Here we go. (laughs) Well, I know which race it won't be. Is the might and power more than anything else. I can't I can't give me a Peter Bell. I I don't I can't choose between non conformists and Linderman as the winners. As the winner of the race. Excuse me. There you go. I want to say that off the top. A couple of People will smack me around and say I'm silly, but if you want to do that, oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. But the thing I can't get through my head is: am I going not with nonconformists, or am I going with Linderman?
2: Well, I I've tipped Linderman in that race. Actually, uh, we're probably overlooking the obvious with the, the Gator, oh, yeah,
1: of course with
2: his main man uh, Timmy Clark back in the saddle. Probably looking past him, aren't we? But uh, yeah, 2,000 metres. I reckon there's reasons to knock the gator, particularly if just fine, who does go from 50 kegs to 59 mm. uh, wait for age. So, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see Harry Coffey win a board nonconformist, but I didn't think that was the race you'd be suggesting. Of course, the Martin Power last year was an absolute cracker. One mm. of the, if not the race of the spring with Animo wobbling on the bend. And us all giving up on him in the run saying, well, he can't win. And he picked himself up like the champion he is slash was and got past uh, the late great on am Thunderstruck.
1: Yeah, no, that was a that was a ripper last year. The, I, I think I'm leaning towards Lindemann because Joe Marrera.
2: Oh, the magic man. He's
1: here for the spring. He's well, we've got our own magic Sydney, man, Miles Fitzner, to this but
2: this is the magic man. This is the writing version of Magic oh. Man, not tipping version. Is Miles sort of self appointed Magic Man. I don't know. I've just heard him <laughs> called Magic Man. Uh so yeah, Linda Man, or we align early. So we'll either both be uh crying or we'll be high fiving. Uh of course, uh, metaphorically speaking, because you're not coming to the races.
1: No, no, I'm not coming to the races. I'm, I'm Even joining though, you next week. Okay. I'm joining you next week. Caulfield Cup and Cox Plate and Are you be at the Cox Derby? Plate? Yeah. You be at the Derby? Yeah. Melbourne Cup. But we had the best spot at Caulfield last yeah, year. Yeah, I know. That, yeah. That was... it's a so I'm looking forward to that next Saturday. Yeah,
2: it's a it's a soft spot. Please don't
1: don't poke the bear. Aren't we? No. Nah. Oh no. They've moved us.
2: What do you mean they've moved us? Well, on track we've got a couple of fame hungry individuals uh who, who want to be seen with their headphones on and their microphone on and you know have people look at them and say, Oh, who are those guys on radio? Cam <laughs> oh, <no. Tim> Luke. <laughs> oh, no. So we're in amongst them today. We're in amongst them. And I said to him, when you tip a horse and and it doesn't go good and someone throws a stubby at you, I'm going to say I told you so.
1: For our punting family, last year we were sitting oh, we were three to five metres from all the horses in their, both their pre-parade Yes, rings. We had a look at everything they were doing, how they looked, um, whether they were handling the situation properly. We couldn't... We we couldn't tip enough winners. Well we, we actually s- wanted to win, increase the card one. They said throw a couple more races on so we can get a couple more winners. That's and how we were going.
2: We we steered people out of oh, I Wish I Win because if we could see there was a little bit of drama going on before the two rack. He Correct. was laid onto the track, yep. there was a gear issue, yep. and we steered people out of him. We've got, we 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 lose that opportunity. So
1: we lose that for a couple of hungry personalities wanting to get their, oh, their face out there and take known. a few selfies and a few oh, signatures Fair me. income. All right, Tags is softer than uh, Half Set Custard. <laughs> <I feel frosty. laughs> he's straight into, into Tags. He, uh, dear, he, uh, no,
2: he'll hear about it, but he'll be here from eight. And Ryan Ingram from Sportsbet's coming in oh, to good. join us from, uh, from 7.30 as well. Just a deep dive into some of these uh, big races. He's actually off the tools today, not trading, but has still done all of the form for us. So we'll try and find us a few winners. Of course, he did speak about the fact that uh, Militarise and party from a ratings perspective were come out of their respective races at the exact same rating. So can't wait to see. Um, uh, can't wait to see and hear what he's got to say about uh, some of these big races today. Of course, Amelia's Jewel in the Turac, the last race of the day, uh, race number ten. How do you feel about Amelia's Jewel in the Turac in race ten? Yeah,
1: you know, that, that surprised me when I, I saw the ten to six. The the um... The fields come out on Thursday, and I looked. I looked oh, hang on! You know, the Group One last race of the day. I, I probably could have remember that. Could have been race eight. The
2: uh, the uh, the Katanaar Jewelers Avast could have been race ten. But anyway,
1: and so you know, so be it. That's the way it falls. Nine races will be run before we we see the uh, the Group One Turek. But up in Sydney, it's we're we're used to it now, aren't we? Uh, this day, you know, it's sort of yeah, three years day. ago, four years ago it was you know hitting us thinking, Oh, you know, I'm not sure this fits. It really fits now. It's huge. You, well, you'd look forward to this day of racing in both states.
2: It's it's huge. It's huge. And I mean the Everest draws your attention immediately, you know, twenty million dollar race and all the headline horses. And the race has been robbed a little bit. It's not the absolute um blockbuster box office event we thought it might be six months ago but it still is an incredibly even and incredibly competitive race particularly with I wish I wins uh will he or won't he get the luck from barrier barrier one but you look away from the Everest as well and the King Charles is just hiding race number nine Mm. I think new name uh, $5 bucks. People still getting ahead around the fact that, that formerly the George Main. But if you have a look at the race, Mr. Brightside deserves to be the favourite. Deserves to be around that even money quote. But i tell you what, if you're willing to go against him, you will get value wherever you look. Fangirl, $7.50. Zaki, almost $10. Think it over's $14. Kovalika has done nothing wrong. You get 20 to 1 about Kovalika. Golden Mile almost pinched the race last time, he's $23, so there is unbelievable value in that race. The internationals are there. Joseph O'Brien's been telling people that Buckaroo worked like a winner during the week. He was uh, moving uh, freely and uh, at speed out at Werribee during the week, so he's a he's a winning chance, so that's a big, big race. And then you've got a couple of $2 million uh, support races, Simon. Mm. Mean, <laughs>
1: that's brilliant. I love the way when they're working that well out at Werribee. I'm happy when Joseph O'Brien well, I, tells us it's working. I well. drove
2: past Werribee on my way up, and I was only just able to keep pace with Buckaroo, and I was in my Prado.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he was flying.
1: You're a silly, silly, silly man. Um, sorry, just bringing it up. There it is. There it is. The um, the Silver Eagle, and yes. then the 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 Everest. The, the Everest is just that that race we start. Talking about as soon as the year before is finished. Yeah, who's, so who's going to get the year. slots next year, and, and who's going to hustle and bustle and and find their spots? What are we up to, Ray? Right? Is it the sixth Everest or seventh Everest? Oh, Jacko's probably that last over. night, and I thought I must um, well, ring let's Jacko a him, yeah, How long have we been going with the Everest, Jacko? Two thousand and seventeen was the first. So it was, this so it is the sixth. Doesn't help me. <laughs> Seven. This is
2: the seventh. I told you that wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> this is the seventh. So it comes up on you quite quick. I guess the first couple, Red Zell uh picked off the first couple. We've had some um uh a three-year-old or two win the race as well. So it, it has turned into a it's turned into a genuinely great race. Uh got plenty of time for it. Quarter past four today, four dollars the field, which is great. It's very, very competitive. Again, if you are looking and uh, shopping for some value. The Godolphin horses, they're about $10. But what I love about the race as well, Zach Purton's come out to ride. Uh, Morera's riding across the day. He's not in the, hasn't got a ride in the Everest, but he'll be riding across the day. The $10 million mare, can she do something? She's done absolutely nothing in Australia, alcohol-free. She's in the Yulong slot. So uh, Shinzo, can he return off a uh, pretty poor and strange preparation, can he win for Coolmore? Bionis Notches would be a would be a great uh, winner as well. Espiunas thrown in as the mayor overpass who always just races to his absolute best. So it's a very very even Everest, and I can't wait to find out who you're tipping, Simon. Uh,
1: and the, the the build up to it now, you know, the the, the Everest the day the horses arriving, you know, the, the, it, it's it's got. You Sydney, can't knock it. No, no, no. Sydney have made that the race have that Melbourne Cup feel about it. You know, horses coming off the float, you know, onto the track, you know, yeah, with a yeah. You can't a, knock it. The, the making the arrival as, as colourful, if you like, as as they are in the mounting yard before they go out to run. And... and
2: I believe there was some collaboration from uh, the MRC and Racing New South Wales to make sure that the scheduling worked from a TV perspective. But also, you know, so they're not competing forces. They're actually rolling one into the next, into the next group one after group one. So people, you just, you just, you're winding uh, the fans up and punters up into a Mm. frenzy, and you're just building and building and building. So good work by those two uh, parties because it hasn't always been the
1: case. And you know that the back-to-back group one racing of this quality works. And, and we found mm. that out the final day of the VRC carnival last year, you know, that when they, they, they put the sprint and then the mile yeah. and, the, you know, and the 2000 meter race, they, they put them in bang, bang, bang. You know, people were, were you know like genuinely excited to be back at the races thinking what a day it is with, you know, the creme de la creme all over and done within an hour and a half, but it was just fantastic. Absolutely. It was great
2: Absolutely. So I uh, can't wait for today. I, Part of me wishes I was on the couch but I'll be uh I'll have to throw the suit on and uh be running and working the Punters club for the sports bet family
1: have we um, touched on the three-year-olds in the the guineas in the guineas I don't think we've we've chatted about the guineas because I, I stupidly made that well, statement you... at the top of the show that yeah well the, the thought... racer was getting my main attention was the might and power which probably got us uh, overlooking what's happening with the Corfield guineas but it's a, it's a ripping bunch of three-year-olds mm. and, you know, a, a number of chances and plenty of value if you fancy one.
2: Indeed. Uh, Militarise hit you in the face. He's the obvious one. Three-time Group 1 winner. Group 1 winner at 1,600 metres, which is more than uh, he can say, more than anyone else in the race can say. It's the party unbeaten. You can't do much more than win every time you've ever been to the races. For the boys from the uh, from country Victoria, Paulie Pruska, King Colorado, a bit of a sleeper. Uh, wasn't far away in a wink, stakes, and then drops back to a race like this. V8 uh, was the spruce horse. Just wobbled around the bend at Caulfield. Do you uh, knock him? Damien Lane rides inside gate. You're getting a big price about him. And then you get She Light. Wolfie's been a bit of a, uh, a talk about town 34 into 15. Southport Tycoon's a nice animal. Centify's a good horse. Little Bros he's won a diamond. His form's probably off a little bit, but you've got to respect that. And Damien Oliver's riding, you know, he'll be hungry for a few group ones this spring. So it's an absolute beauty. But I think Joe Moreira on uh, aboard Militarise, he is the one that does hit you in the face. You'd be. I would be surprised if he didn't win the race or run a very, very close mm. second or third.
1: Yeah, 5.10 is when the Caulfield Guineas will, um, will kick off. Now, if you're listening to us in Queensland, that'll be 4.10 your time because of daylight saving now, uh, part of our, our regime down here. But that's one of the, the three group ones at uh, Caulfield this afternoon. The other two, one of them being the, the two-rack handicap, which we've spoken about, uh, features Amelia's jewel. Uh, which is going to be a, a fantastic race, albeit <coughs> um, race 10 on the program. And uh, the other group, one, of course, is the Might and Power, which we mentioned a little earlier. Alligator Blood, the favourite there at um, about a $2.50 or 60 quote at the moment. And um, he's uh, uh, being challenged from a betting point of view by you know, Just Fine, his stable mate, and also Douay, which... Um, is uh, starting to work into a preparation pretty well, Joué, for, for yes. Ed Cummings and Blake Shin on board today. Time for us to take our first break. When we come back on the other side, we'll have a, a quick look uh, at uh, the trots and what's happening around the place and uh, a big show ahead. I think of course, we're
2: going to have a chat too. I think we're going to have a quick chat to Tony Golan good. as well uh, to talk about Antino and a couple of others, see if he can steer us into a winner. Everyone we've had on thus far... Has steered us into a winner, so no pressure, T Golan, if you're listening. Will he be listening?
1: Hmm. Oh, we'll <laughs> ask him when he comes on. <laughs> 17 after seven.
0: The odds couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right, picking winners with SEM's best tipsters
1: do it uh, five past eight. We'll be going to Chris Nelson, uh, a, a segment you cannot miss. He's running absolutely hot and has for quite a period of time up uh, up north. Uh, Ryan Ingram joining us uh, shortly to go through the market movers. Um, Ryan, uh, one of the traders at Sportsbet. As Josh says, the best trader at Sportsbet outside of him. Top ten. So, yeah. So, um, so uh, Ryan. Outside of
2: me. Jo- jo- yeah. Well, Could-
1: you wrap yourself a bit.
2: Well yeah but no, I'm not a trader I just read the I just read the odds Did you say trader much. or traitor <laughs> now,
1: Get we on wanna with it. Have, we we want to have a yarn about the trots Get on with it Yes we've wh- got Tony Goldwyn coming up shortly so yes. we we um we, we need to get to him in a few minutes time so we just thought we'd slot your trots segment in as we or as I speak always racing at the trots.com.au What do you got for us hey. this week
2: I know it's uh, a lot of today's about the Guineas and the Everest, but if you are keen, Racing.com is uh, hosting tonight's Victoria Cup meeting. So live and uninterrupted on Racing.com, Ryan Phelan, Adam Hamilton and Mick Guren, because we've got Victoria's best race, the Victoria Cup, the Victoria Derby and the Oaks uh, for the three-year-olds tonight. Now, I've got a couple of uh, tips tonight. I'm very, very keen on these two uh, horses as well. Uh, race six, number seven, the real Sherlock. His name's actually Sherlock, but he's a Kiwi, so they call him the real Sherlock over here. Uh, he, uh, The Kiwis are just better than us over the staying trips, 2,700 metres. So race six, number seven, the real Sherlock. I think he'll roll to the top with Greg Sugars in the cart and be too good. And then in the oaks... Uh, Race 8, number 10, Major Delight. She needs racing to be hard. She takes it too easy when she's out in front. She gawks about. She looks at everything. But when she needs to race tough, she's a superstar. She actually should be unbeaten. She just got beaten once when she was a little bit underdone. But she can uh, monster the opposition here. She'll be getting the job done. So race 6, number 7, The Real Sherlock. And race 8, number 10, major delight and uh, it's going to be a huge, huge night at the Trots.
1: Uh, it certainly will be. Uh, the Vic Cup, always a, a massive night and always racing at the thetrots.com.au. The Trots. Watch it live, live it and uh, love, l- it. love it. I'll tell you who's loving uh, raiding down south, both Sydney and Melbourne on a consistent basis, year in, year out, is Queensland trainer Tony Golan. He's coming down looking for a Group 1 prize in Melbourne today, but his stable's having a a fantastic run, not only in Queensland, but Australia-wide. And he joins us on the Odds Couple right now. Tony, good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. But, um, you know, your camp's just grown in stature nationally over the last three or four years. Have you felt that, and has that been something deliberate? Because you, your horses, are you're taking them interstate. They're running so well time after time.
3: Yeah, I think it's have just got the right horses, so I'm going to travel like... Obviously, we're very focused on our two carnivals we have in Queensland, which is our winter and summer carnivals. But when we get the right horses that we can look to take and take away autumn and spring, we're certainly happy to do so.
2: Tony, Josh Jenkins here. Good luck this afternoon in uh, in both states. But Antino is the, uh, your feature, your prominent horse of the day. Uh, just tell us about this five-year-old. Of course, a very, very good record. 11 wins. Uh, sorry, 11 runs. Nine wins, so just an, a horse that every time it turns up to the races, he puts his best uh, foot hoof forward.
3: Yeah, the two times he's been beaten too, he, he's probably pretty unlucky both times, really. So he arguably should be unbeaten, but no, he's a real he's a really nice horse. He's obviously he's obviously a winner. He finds a way to get the job done. And from 17 early this afternoon, he's going to, have to do the same thing again.
2: I was going to say you've drawn the you've you've got the visitors uh, visitors draw. Amelia's Jewel. Is, is drawn wide enough as well. What What's your uh, race shape look like? What will be the instructions to, to Blake Shin, if any, at all?
3: Yeah, it's a very good question. <laughs> it's, I think the race shape's a bit tricky, to be honest. So I'll have a chat to Blake throughout the meeting. Uh, obviously, we're the last race of the day. So we've got a fair bit of water under the ridge to see how to track plays, et, et cetera, But if we could find a three-wide line with a bit of cover or something like that, that'd be the that'd be place to be for us. But just whereabouts in the field we find that? I'll chat to Blake and we'll, we'll come up with a plan as the day goes on.
1: It's so interesting hearing you say, you know, if we can just find some, you know, cover three wide. You know, the good old days uh, a few years ago, Tony was saying, you know, that was an absolute slaughter. But you know, we we, we train our horses so well now, and they're they they're so well prepared that we understand, you know, just horses being settled and being, you know, in a in a, a happy frame of mind uh, is just as good, probably as being on the paint in some circumstances.
3: Yeah, I agree. So I mean, I'd look, I don't know if I'd want to draw one in this field. To be honest with him, I think I think where he's drawn is probably better than the inside. But it's still got his challenges. It's just a matter of where we get in. It's, it's a funny race. Obviously, there's a, there's one leader there, and it's where everyone else finds their spot behind. That's going to be the trick. So look, I have got a good jockey on board, and that's what that's a good good thing to have in these big races like this. You have to Group One handicap, so the, you know you don't always get the smoothest run, but. Look, with Blake Sheffield on board, I'm sure I'll get as good a run as I can for my draw.
1: Talking about, what what sort of attitude do you take to your, your jock in these big races? Is, is it sort of my job done when the saddle's gone on or do, do you like to to you know, ha, have some conversation or do you know that these better jocks have all done their work? What attitude do you take to that sort of uh, relationship with the, the trainer jockey in these big races, Tony?
3: Yeah, well for me, I, I like to just make sure that they know that we've they've got our confidence that what decision they make provided they make a decision that we've got their back so we'll have a chat throughout the day and sort of think about what his plan may be and we all know that the best plans go out the window sometimes as soon as they jump depending on how they step away and how things happen around them so the main thing is we sort of go into it with a bit of a team mentality I think and whatever whatever decision Blake, Blake makes he knows I've got his back sort of thing so He'll do most of the decision making out there, and that's that's what you pay them for. They, that's what they just their job to make decisions, you know, on the run and a big handicap field like this. That's, that's so important that, that um, you have got a good jockey on who can do the job for you.
2: Tony, it's a long old wait for Antino to go around at ten to six, but you've got uh, horses going around at Eagle Farm, thick and fast. Fifth fifth position uh, gets you underway at 12.30, but um, of your runners up there in Queensland, have you got a couple that you expect or most expect to, to go quite well and go close to winning?
3: Yeah, we've got a pretty good team in Brisbane again, really. We're, we're not huge in numbers, but we're quite strong throughout the day. I think Devastating looks really well placed in the 1000 meter race. Heaps of speed he'll sit back off it and be strong late. And I like uh, Rising Pacific and New horse, pretty new to our stable and had a few runs for us. I think he's he's pretty well placed as well, so I've got, I've got plenty of things to keep my mind active throughout the day before I get to the right, last at Caulfield, that's for sure.
1: Tony, how many um, horses in work now up, up at Eagle Farm? We've got
3: 90. 90? Yeah, we've got 90 in work at Eagle Farm. So, yeah, we're, we're, um, we're pretty busy up there, which, which is good.
1: Fantastic. And, and are you a, a prolific yearling buyer? I see you're buying at the Magic Millions all the time. And will you do you know, come down to your, to your Easter's in your Melbourne, where, where do you mainly get your supply of horses from?
3: Yeah, we, we buy yearlings, we get tried horses as well, we sort of, we're in a fortunate position up there, we're, we're quite popular, So, but yearlings, Magic Men Sale is probably our main yearling sale for us, but we buy throughout the year at, at every sale, um, and then yeah, we get a few tried horses, etc. We haven't dipped our toe into the overseas market as much as probably some of the southern stables, but that's probably just around the corner for us.
1: Good on you. Well, we um, we hope the success continues. We've, we've watched the, the stable grow over the last few years and uh, the success grow with it, um, which sometimes doesn't go hand in hand when stables are increasing size. So congratulations to you, and we wish you all the well with your runners today, in particular Antino down here in Melbourne. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. Cheers. Good on you, Tony Golan, joining us there uh, with a with a big hand in the Turac this afternoon. He says, "Oh, the barrier doesn't worry him. No,
2: too much. prefer mm, like to that. draw out there than draw one. Couple of winners for us too uh, up in Queensland because our trainers are striking at one hundred percent." I like
1: hearing Tony what he's got to say, but I will lean towards our man Chris Nelson just because the there no bias from C Nelson. Yeah, will look at it in, in okay. a neutral manner. Well, I'll stick with the hundred percent strike rate. How about that? Might be a good way of going about it. Seven thirty, we we'll to have a break, cool cool off a bit.
0: The odds couple starting your weekend of racing off right, picking winners with SEN's best tipsters.
1: Yeah, that's us. That's us. two-hour show come springtime when the whips are really cracking. The big horses are out. Out come the big players. The big players. The big dog. They're here this morning. The big players are here this morning for a full two-hour program.
2: The Pretenders Josh, are here for an hour.
1: Josh Jenkins, Simon O'Donnell with you. David Taggart um, still Absolute. in bed, I assume. <sighs> Couldn't get in here for the 7 o'clock um, bell, but uh, he'll he'll be in after 8. So we look forward to talking to him um, Talking to him then, but a man that uh, takes us all through the market movers through the uh, springtime, thanks to Fork Sportsbet, make it look easy with Sportsbet, is Ryan Ingram, who has been good enough to get up in and get house. out of bed and get in here this morning. Ryan, good morning to you. Good morning, boys. Very exciting to be in the studio with you both. Oh, mate, there's no other place you'd want to be, really, is there? <laughs> exactly <laughs> no, right. On a Saturday morning,
4: <laughs> in with a couple of you know, good old looking dudes here.
2: And are you, are you armed and dangerous, or are you a little wary today?
4: Uh, well, I'm off the tools today, so I'm armed and dangerous. I'm Ooh. coming at it as a punter today. I've found plenty of bets, uh, so I'm <laughs> glad to not be in the hot seat for a week.
1: Ryan, how do you go
4: about a day like today? Like, you know, three group
1: runs in Melbourne and then you know, you're Herbert Power. You, there's ripping races around the group ones as well, and then you've obviously the, the Everest, the Kosciuszko, which they um, you know, the King Charles. You know, it's just a brilliant race day. How, you know, quality of horses are... You, know, you won't probably see a better race day of quality um, over the whole spring. How, how do you go about it as, a, as an analyst?
4: Yeah, well, it all kicks off on a on a Wednesday. It's sort of lunchtime when we get the fields, and from Wednesday onwards, you don't really get a lot of rest. You're straight into the form. You want a quick cut of the prices so you can get them online, uh, get people betting, and you're just, as soon as your prices go up, you're taking feedback. You're seeing what the market wants to back. You're waiting for our smart customers to have a bet. And you're also, as a trader, trying to manage liabilities. So there will be ones where you're happy to take them on at a price, but some will just be a query, and you're just trying to manage, manage your books and not let things get too out of hand.
2: So when, Simon, when you see S. O. O'Donnell uh, have a little bet, there's a little flag there and say, well, oh, we better wind <laughs> this in because he's, he's a shrewd, shrewd <laughs> operator. How... Hell, hell, how many hours do you reckon you spend uh, – you, you said it's almost always evolving, but how, how many hours do you spend on the form? If you were doing Ram today, 10 races, some big races, but how many hours would you spend on the form uh, getting ready for a
4: Saturday? Oh, God. Uh, I mean, on, on the Wednesday, you've probably got six, seven hours where you're doing form, and then every single day all the way through, you're going back over the form – looking where the money's going, have I missed anything? Is there anything I need to trim up? You know, it's so hard with horses. We do it off ratings and they vary so much with their ratings. So you're trying to figure out what's you know, what's the trainer thinking here? Is it was it just a prep run last time? Were there excuses? You know, there's so much that goes into into a race and yeah, from Wednesday lunchtime until the time they jump Saturday, we're constantly looking at the book, at the market and at our form guide. Like so what's it.
1: different today? You going to the races today? You're, you're, you've you've done your form. You, do you go in with one main selection and other dangers, or you're a multiple? Better when you get the chance to go to the races with the form you've done.
4: So the way I played, I, I look for value. So I, you know, I'm not looking for who's going to win the race. I'm I'm pricing the market up, and I'm seeing where the other bookmakers sitting and just trying to find value so I I personally try and bet as early as I can I won't have a single bet today I'm I'm set and I'm ready to go Um, and I guess the difference between when I'm trading and when I'm pricing it up for myself to have a bet is as a trader you're trying to figure out what price the horse is going to start and you're trying to get it to that price as quickly as you can so our job is to lay the horse at the right price and you want to get it to that right price as quickly as you can as a punter you can be a bit harsher with prices. You know, a horse might start five, but you think it's going to get back. So it's realistically probably more of a $10 chance. So a lot lot harsher with my pricing when I'm doing it from a punting point of view. So
1: when you say you're
4: you're set already
1: for today, so you've had your your bets on, like you you go and you think, oh, right, I want um, mm. such and such to win the first. You know, that happens. But is there something that may then start happening on course that you're thinking, oh, hang on. Something's come way in here which I wasn't expecting that will change your mind. What, what would change your mind today with what you've already set?
4: Um, I would, personally, I'd probably just, you know, think if something's off the map and I, I've missed it, then I've missed it. It's probably too late to try and save yourself then. You know, you've got to think of punting as a, a long term thing. You don't have to win every race, you don't have to bet in every race. So if you get one wrong, that's, that's bound to happen. You've just got to roll with the punches and keep going.
1: All right, well, we don't want you to get any wrong because we're going to take a break, and when we come back from the break, we'll have a look at all the, the group ones in Melbourne and Melbourne and Sydney and, and possibly a few others and get your thoughts on uh, what you think can greet the judge. I like it. I like, like it. it. Good on you. Ryan Ingram joining us here from uh, Sportsbet on The Odds Couple. It's 20 minutes to 8 o'clock in our first hour of our two-hour show. We'll be back with Ryan on the other side of this break. <laughs>
0: The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's Best Tipsters.
1: Yeah, great to have Ryan Ingram with us from Sportsbet. Uh, he and Josh Jenkins, they, they work. They work in the same office. Um, there's been quite a bit of talk during the break about who's the best. And um, it's, it's been interesting to try and judge who the best is. I, I think it's about equal. Do you? Yeah, I do. I do, but um, well, you Ryan's down. track record is probably... It just outweighs yours a bit. But I have enormous confidence in you and well, what you bring to the
2: table. Well, the SEN Track family judge us on our SEN Track special, which we'll get to at the end of the segment. Uh, I struck out last week, so it's back on Ryan. And if yes, Ryan strikes out, I'm going to start to spread it around this little desk. And it might be your turn to come up with it next week. So, heaven forbid what might happen. <laughs> heaven forbid what might happen. Uh, Ryan, let's get stuck in because we've got a heap of races to cover. We'll start with the Everest $20 million race. It's um, it's an excitement machine, very even contest. We haven't got Giggy Kick, we haven't got Imperatres, but we've got I oh, Wish I Win from that inside draw. Uh, what do you make of the race?
4: Yeah, it's an incredible race. There's so many angles to it. So our, our form process is two traders that do Sydney and we both sit down on a Thursday and we go through our own thoughts. We come up, you know, separate thoughts and meet together. We spoke for probably forty-five minutes to an hour on the Everest, and we couldn't even decide on who's going to jump favorite. It's such an open race. You know, there's a case case where I wish I win to jump favorite, but the way things are trending, I think think about it will be the runner that that goes off as your favorite. We've got him marked four fifty, and we're betting four forty. So it's such an even contest. Like we can't really keep anything safe at the moment. Yep. Um, I'm in the I wish I win camp. I think he's the best horse in the race. Barrier one's obviously the query, but I think they just have to push him up and put him into the race. And look, anything can happen. Think about it. He's, you know, such a good horse. He could arguably, arguably be undefeated. He gets the best map in the race. Um, but, you know, the, the chances don't end there. It's such an open race. The other one that we did both agree on when we went through it was in secret. And I've had a little bit on her as well. I think she's a red-hot chance. She gets Zach Pert in the saddle, has to go back from the gate, you'd imagine, but she'll be steaming home late. Uh, best back
2: runner in the race. There's been good money for In Secret at a price, but who who's the horse
4: uh, since markets went up Wednesday uh, that's been best supported? Uh, it's actually dead even between I Wish I Win and Think About It. We're holding pretty much the exact same amount of money on both of them. Uh, worst result in the book at the moment, is alcohol-free, which is quite interesting at the $67 mark. Uh, probably, you know... I think you're pretty safe. Yeah, the big odds there, but it's been a really even betting race. You know, as a as a bookie, usually, you know, you lay the favourites. We've got both favourites going around as winners at the moment. I doubt that will happen when they jump, um, but the money's been really well spread. So as a bookie, that, that's what you want to see. It makes for a, a good race for us. Hawaii 5.0 has been third most popular. So that that's an interesting lead there. I'm not sure if that's a bit of the JMAC factor. Uh, ran really well the other day, finished off well. So it's one of these young ones that could step up and, um, and win this race. Uh,
2: let's go to the Guineas. We'll jump from Sydney back to Melbourne in uh, order of these uh, big races. Militarised, the three-time... Group one winner, Moreira on board, uh, drawn a little wide. He's two fifty. Then you're out to Stepati, unbeaten, $4.20. He's been uh, a drifter since your markets went up. And then you're almost out to double figures about the rest. What do you make of uh, militarise at that pretty short quote?
4: Yeah, we have him marked $3. So we're probably expecting that he'll get out a little bit late. But in saying that, we're not we're not chasing him out. We don't want to take him on. We think he's the best horse in the race. The draw will be interesting, Um, but you get the magic man on. I think he'll he'll get it right. He's the horse I'd want to back. I haven't actually backed him as yet. I am hoping we get a little bit of a better price later on. The other one that I'm kicking up for is King Colorado. They both come through the Golden Rose. The Sydney form has been stronger. It's won seven of the 10 previous editions of the Guineas. So King Colorado, it was a little bit flat in the Golden Rose, but it was 35 days between runs there. Comes in uh, off the shorter break this time. Guessing this will be the target race. He won the JJ Atkins over the mile, so they've probably been targeting this one all along. And I think he's you know he's nine dollars. He's a good um, good each way bet. Uh, so if if
2: punters are keen on militarise, uh, you're you probably expect it to get better than the two fifty that he is right now.
4: Yeah, that that's the way I see it playing out. Obviously, things things can change and. If we do see them running on and wider barriers are the place to be, then maybe he won't drift as much. Uh, you know, he might not reach that $3 mark, but I'd be holding off. I can't really see him going, you know, right off and starting evens, but it's going to be a fascinating race to party. As you said, has been the big drifter. We've marked him $4.60. We're currently betting $4.20, so he's probably in his right price at the moment, and it's hard to knock him. He, he hasn't done anything wrong. and So he, why would he drift? I think it's the. Sydney it's weight f- of money for the other. Well, Sydney, horses. Sydney form versus Melbourne mm. form. I think, you know, when, when we did the form, we just went that way, and, and history says Sydney form is a bit stronger in this race. Um, but I, I think he, he's going to land in front of Militarise in the run. So he does have that advantage. Militarise is probably going to have to be three lengths better than him to win the race. All right, interesting.
2: Uh, the Might and Power was an amazing race last year, probably a little. Uh, skinnier this year, the Blood, Alligator Blood and Just Fine, who Just Fine's been well-supported, but he's got a million owners who love to all <laughs> have a little bet on Just Fine. Scoob is keen on Nonconformist and Linderman. Could you see an upset in this race? Could you see a bit of a blowout?
4: Yeah, it's it's an interesting race. They're They're the clear top two, but... Ace is running really well. Lindemann's a nice horse. We've marked Lindemann's spot on $16, and we're betting $16 at the moment. So if you like it, I'd, I'd take that price now. Um, really good race. I'm really keen to see what Just Fine can do. Beating all comers up at Sydney, comes down and gets a crack at alligator blood here, and you know, takes on a Group 1 weight for age horse, see where she measures up here in the spring. Quick question
2: on the two rack in terms of Amelia's jewels price. Uh, she's two forty right now with sports bet. Do you think we'll get better or do you think she'll start closer to
4: even money? Good question. Uh, it'll probably come down again to track pattern. If, if they can, you know, run on out wide, then she might shorten up. We've marked her two fifty five. currently betting $2 40. So, that's spot on where we'd want to be laying her. We'd probably be actually happy to have her a little bit shorter. Uh, going to be really fascinating with her. This is her biggest test to date, and we'll we'll see where she is. Today's going to be a really big day in terms of how the Cox Plate market shakes, shapes okay. up. Um, Amelia's Jewel, if she blitzes this race, will probably be favorite. Yeah, militarize is the one I'm tipping will be favorite for the Cox Plate at the end of today. Wow. Um favorite Simon, the three year old. Mm, wow. Yeah, well, they get that weight advantage, yeah. that, that weight for age and he's bred to get the trip. He looks a superstar to me. He's a big line chaser. I, I think he, you know, he could be a special horse. But just back on the Turak the one that we've got marked shorter than what's available out in the market is pinstriped. So we've Ooh. got we've got pinstriped at thirteen dollars, and obviously we want everyone to bet with Sportsbet. But there are some other bookies betting bigger than thirteen at the moment, so that's one we expect to trim up throughout betting today.
2: Nice. Uh, back to Sydney for the King Charles, Mr. Brightside. Uh, I mean, he's he's done nothing wrong. In fact, he's been perfect this campaign. Two dollars open him up a dollar ninety so he's just a dollar ninety out to two bucks and then you're out to fangirl at seven zaki light infantry man at ten uh, a couple of other internationals buckaroo who we don't know much about at 23 bucks uh how do you see this race mr Brightside, pretty short and uh, do you expect him to stay around that two dollars
4: how do you knock him he's he's the best miler in the country um god yeah he probably does start $2. I, wow. I don't see him being a big drifter. We've marked him 2 20 220, so potentially $2.10 late if, you know, if the market wants to take him on, but he's a very popular horse. You know, you look in the form guide, you see that picket fence that he's building, see his record at the mile. He's definitely not one we want to take on. Um, Zaki's probably been the one that's been a little bit easy in that market, but probably, you know, found... Found his mark around $9.50 now. Wouldn't expect him to be too much better. Thought Light Infantry Man was the one that could come and cause an upset. Came over, you know, once before for the Golden Eagle and had a bit of hype around him. Comes again, gets the good jockey on mm. around the $10 mark. He's, he's the bet I've had in the race. I think he's a good uh, one by three place. More more the place bet. Um just because Mr. Brightside's going to be so hard to beat, but I think he'll be a big player in the race, light infantry man at $10. Most Are you telling me a bit of hoiter your favourite horse? Uh,
2: the Mexican. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, now, uh, we've got about a minute before we uh, go to the news. The SEN track special, come on. We need to land one. We're on track, so if it goes under, I'll be under intense pressure from the punters on course. Might be in some physical danger. The, <laughs> the SEN track special, give it to us.
4: Yeah, I like it this week. We're kicking off early, heading out to Morfordville which isn't something I do often, but I think there's a moral there. The first race of the day, lose some, win more. Brilliant name. Probably shouldn't be a maiden. It was only just rolled. So we've got her yep. into Red Card, into Uncommon James, into my, Mr. Brightside at $5.50. Brian, Ooh. great to have
1: uh, you part of the odds couple this morning. Look forward to chatting to you each Saturday uh, during the... Uh during the spring. Uh, good luck out there, the uh, the Sabo. Don't drink uh, too
2: much. I'll not Plenty Thank of you, winners. Lewis.
1: Josh will be out there, he'll be waving to I'm his working, friends. Mate. In I'll the find crowd. him. Yeah, yeah, leave his earphones in saying, oh, right, I'm Josh Jenkins, I'm Simon <laughs> O'Donnell, we'll be back after <laughs> this.
0: The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters.
1: Speed. We only know one speed here, and that's top gear. And we go absolutely flat out on a Saturday morning to find you winners wherever they may be right around the country. Josh has given us a couple of uh, trots winners earlier. We've had Ryan Ingram in giving us a, a look at the odds and the, the swingers and the movers uh, in the big races, both in Sydney and Melbourne. And now it's time to head up to Queensland. And Chris Nelson joining us uh, with uh, Big Card at Eagle Farm. Albeit probably overshadowed today by the cards in Sydney and Melbourne, but um, always worth talking to our man up north because he finds us winners. Good morning, Chris. Uh, good morning, Simon.
5: Good morning, JJ. Uh, is Hank there? i listen to No, you not there. here I couldn't yet.
1: Hear no, couldn't hear him. Oh, no, no he's not here. He's looking at the scratchings somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the seat's uh, a bit low. He can't reach the microphone. Yes, I
5: wonder where he was. Yes.
1: Anyway, anyway, happy to help out, guys.
5: With some winners, hopefully at Eagle Farm on a thirty-degree day. That's
1: what we need. Oh, thirty degrees! Thank you.
5: Yeah.
1: All right. Well, we've been having a good run. Let's continue it, please. We have
5: very keen race four, number ten, Titanium. Now, uh, not a strong race. Titanium's been racing very well. Last couple have been from wide draws, which haven't helped his chances. But if you have a look at his latest run, and I encourage anyone to go back and have a look at the video. Uh, He was ridden for luck by Justin Huxtable, which was fair enough along the inside. And about the 200-meter mark, he looked a chance. But he ran into a major traffic jam, uh, which held him up badly. Once he got clear, he wound up again and ran a good second. He probably should have won that race, all things being equal today. Drawn gate number three before scratchings. He'll get a much better run. He won't be up in the first three or four, anything like that. He'll probably be still around midfield. But from there, with the long equal farm straight, I think it will be very, very hard to beat. So race four is the best of the day, number 10, Titanium. Mm -hmm. Then we'll go to race number seven, horse number two, Devastating, which ran second last time out at Toowoomba on Cup Day. That was three weeks ago. Uh, That was the race where Steady Ready went absolutely crazy in front uh, and was run down. Now, Devastating was one of the ones that ran Steady Ready down. I just think, again, can do so. Steady Ready's in this race as well, but... Eagle Farm, a little bit closer. He's missed the start the last couple. Ryan Maloney jumps back on today. Uh, I think if he gets him out of the gates and gets him into a spot somewhere, he'll be very hard to beat. So, race seven, number two, devastating. And race nine, number six, Ekaterina. She's one of my favourite mares. Uh, she flotted she her copybook first up. She ran last. She offered nothing, but she pulled up lane post-race. Now, this is a very average bunch she goes up against today, and she's got... Well, Rob Heathcote's got plans to take her south for some spring races. So if she's going down there, she has to win this. And he wouldn't be running her unless she'd got over that lameness. If she, uh, well, I, I think she'll be back to a better form today. And if she is, she'll be absolutely annihilating these. She'll be just lengths better than them. So race nine, number 60, Caterina. They're the best three, but I've got to tell you, Sam, there's only probably about two or three races there today I'm not keen on. So hopefully it's a really good day.
1: Fantastic. That'll do it. And we'll hear your dulcet tones this afternoon, of course, Uh on SEN Track, uh, which we always look forward to, Chris. Thanks for that, and uh, good luck up north today on a warmish day. Pleasure,
5: guys. Have a great day.
1: Good on you, Chris Nelson, joining us there from Queensland. um, And uh, all things Racing Queensland, check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Well, I tell you what, we're racing through our second hour of the program, and it's great. It, it, It is fantastic that he's finally... Arrived. He's been to the gym and on the bike this morning, and a bit of a swim. And he's come in bouncing. Morning tags. Hello, Scooby Doo. Hello, JJ. Hello, Rhino. How are we all? Uh, we said goodbye to Rhino. He's meant to have gone. I'm mean, yeah. I mean, Any yeah. news? We you've, got any you What's the news? What's You've
6: got me till nine. <laughs> we're trying to get rid of you. Actually. <laughs> have we got a better you. SEN track special today than the last couple? Didn't you hear it, oh. mate? See, this what do you is mean? why. Oh. That's it.
2: Get out. <laughs> That's why you needed to. If you're not going to be here, at least listen. We we'll just any go, three
6: of lose some winners. Red card, uncommon James or bright side to win. Okay, it's a winner. What do you think of it? Quick off the cuff, first instant. Red card or struggle? Uncommon James? <laughs> no. Oh. Who's lose some more winners? What's that one? Lose some what? First loose. at Morfittville. Tomorrow in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Won't get my money.
1: <laughs> what do you think about things today, little man? Hello,
6: mate. Oh, big day. That's why to that's have a sleep right. in. I won't get the trip because we'll probably be on until a bit after 6 o'clock because I think the last race in Steak and Kidney is 10 past 6, is it not? So well, that, We've oh, had been been a bit of a debate that.
1: this morning about why we're not where we were last year when we won pocket loads of money, mm-hmm. and now we're in where the people are. Uh, JJ and I won it where we were
6: last year. It was good. We saw So who it. wanted it where it is? That'll be Cam Luke. Cam Luke. Like, seriously. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, uh, what about there was no uh, distractions
1: of, where we were. We should egos boycott? Egos override good radio. Correct.
6: Boycott. We we saw the horses in the pre parade Um If it wasn't for us, on I wish I win, Moody would have got a big
1: fine. Mm. Of yep. course, Correct. the tour rack. Yep, already you know, said we, that. Right, like I've already seriously. said that. Yeah. Stewards would always walk past but, us and say good day, yeah. all square, boys. Yeah, all's good. <laughs> yeah,
6: but now we're in the members.
1: Yeah, that's oh, madness. How's
6: it going to be? How's it going to be before the
1: guineas? Well, I'm joining you next week. I'm just going to have some earphones on. I'm going to be down the back operating out of the yard.
2: Oh, yeah. you're going to have the mobile device. I'm going to have the mobile device. Well, I'm with you then. You know, hey, the no, yard. no, I'm first. Well, <laughs> you can't walk around. Yeah, See, yeah, true.
1: why don't three of us get mobile devices <laughs> out the yard and just leave Cam Luke on the stage? Ring me for the market, ring <laughs>
2: Simon for the yard info and ring tags oh, for the hey, tips.
1: Yeah. What, what race are you looking forward to most today? Oh, there's... Guinea's right. day is always the greatest day, in,
6: in my opinion. Caulfield, you know, like the Herbert Power and the Turak. You know, some little apprentice won, won, won <laughs> rode a double that year back in 94.
2: He's gone with the Herbert Power. Right. <laughs> he's gone with the Herbert Power.
6: In he that an ordinary race today. Usually the Never Herbert Power. As as you it was on one of those. your last chances to get into a Caulfield carp, And they're a bunch of walkers today. Anyway. So you've gone with it first. No, no. Of course, you've got the guineas. I said guineas days always the best. And, of course, the Everest now. That just adds that extra excitement, doesn't it? And the, and the $5 million uh, George Main stakes. It's interesting,
2: King Charles. Interesting George races,
1: those um, <laughs> secondary staying races, to get horses into you know, cups and you know, like the bark cummings last week, etc. We, we keep sort of waxing lyrical about all these horses that have come from overseas. We're getting more two thousand meter horses that are really good from overseas, mm. but I tell you what, there's still not a lot of depth in yeah, the mile and a half, half two plus. Yeah. You know, like still a lot of them that are coming over. Well, the over, St Ledger, the St Ledger's on in Sydney as well. Halt some money,
6: and they're no good. They're the St absolutely Ledger, no good. Uh, that used to be in the autumn, and it used to be just a three year old race. Of course, the St Ledger, and then they opened it up in the mid nineties. Uh, well, it's uh, it's as I said, it's in the first today, and you wouldn't even, and it's not even a, a group race anymore. It's Got no rating,
1: no, it's still, isn't it? No, it's no. Not,
6: pretty sure it's got no rating. Uh, oh. have, have
1: a bit of a peek of that, just yeah. find that out for us, will you, please? It'd be great if you came in with a little bit of background <laughs> accuracy.
6: Knowledge, well, I just of, did, when I, I've already told you. Uh, it's in the first race, and it's got because it, I won it in the autumn, oh. of course, <laughs> right? And it was a group two back then, oh, and it is Fair no Dinkin. racing. Oh, I just got to <laughs> throw that in. There's no racing. It's a it's a $500,000 race, and it's set weights and penalties, three old and ups with a bobs of 22 and a half. There's no rating next to it. Right.
1: And so you won that in 94 down here in Melbourne or in Sydney? In Sydney, the AJC St. Ledger. It was who, in the autumn. but you went up there, was that a Melbourne trainer that flew you up there? No, WA Mayor.
6: Oh, Art. And then, of course, I ran her in the spring here.
2: What, I, what did you do, Aaron, in the
6: spring? Caulfield Cup, Melbourne Cup. <laughs> Any good?
1: Brown colours. Brown with a white yeah.
7: sash? Black sash, Black multiplex. Yeah,
6: yep. You yeah. yep. so just go through all your odds. No, mate, no. But there, you know, but if I was an AFL football, I would have played over three hundred JJ. So you don't get mentioned because <laughs> over three hundred. Yeah, you, you don't get mentioned because uh, you only get mentioned if you play one hundred and fifty plus. Didn't you give up because you weren't committed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it still went around.
1: <laughs> he's, been, he's been there ten minutes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's only three hundred.
6: It is going to be a long (laughs) day. Oh, dearie. This is the crap they dish up, Ryan.
1: (laughs) 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 They. Oh, Ryan. Thank God you're here for a piece of peace of mind for all of us. Oh, gonna, mate, we're,
6: we're, I was with JJ Grand Final day, and all he could talk about how he got smashed in the Grand Final and the killers played afterwards and all that, but, hey, I'm not allowed to mention my my achievements. Well, it was only the one day that I really achieved something maybe, in racing.
1: I'm not sure whether your achievements in 300 games are sort of on the same path. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, just, luck, I'm happy to listen to your achievements, but <laughs> I never saw you put the jumper on and go out and play the 300. <laughs> saw you ride some very good races.
6: Oh, you sacked me off one.
1: Never got over that, nor should you. Hey, off the text I machine. So, on, a, I know you're in, about to go. Yeah, to no the break. Velcro. Well, I can I'm trying read. to get to a break.
2: Yeah, I know, but uh, Laurel wants, We she needs, Laurel, she needs a couple of early winners. So uh, straight off the t- Kettle Hill,
6: Corfield in the first.
2: There you go, Laurel. Kettle Hill in the first at Corfield. Mm. Go to your break. It's pretty hot, Kettle Hill. Pay
1: L'Oreal. the bills. <laughs> oh. not enough to We'll be back shortly. <laughs>
0: The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEM's Best Tipsters.
1: 19 after 8. Jesus, it's going to be a long 40 minutes. A long 40 <laughs> minutes. The midget's <laughs> coming. in. in Ryan He's, throwing, in punches. Anyway. He's <laughs> throwing punches everywhere, the midget. He's just come in. Well, I'm He's fresh. had a sleep in. He's had a, what you have, a McMuffin? Yeah. Bacon and egg McMuffin? No, sausage and Sausage and egg <laughs> McMuffin? You've had haven't had one in years. You year. have a shake. Did you have a milkshake. No, I had a coffee. You saw me with the coffee. Oh, well, you going, going, going home to for a you've...
2: snooze after this? No, no, no. We have to go and vote. No, no. Is you that vote compulsory? Did? Yes, mate. You get it. fined otherwise.
1: Oh, massive day in Sydney. Let's start to get a bit of a, a bit of a view of uh, of what's what's going on. Let's have a look at the the market movers early. early <laughs>
2: Ryan, find a, have you got a couple Before, of market make moves. Make sure you, you get your pens, pencils, crayons to
7: be ready. Uh, all
6: right, let's go to steak and kidney. Huh? Before we go to the... Rail Out Three, good four. Thanks, Mark. Shut
7: up. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut up. Ryan.
4: All right. Just right. a different yeah. show that I'm used to. <laughs> the first here at Ramwick. So Cleveland's been a drifter. Three out to three sixty been very easy. They've come for Calipore. He's oh, okay. five fifty into four eighty, and then we've got this James Ferguson overseas horse having its first run. It's nine into five. Jeez, nine into five. Jeez, I mean seriously, this race. Is it's a synthetic horse.
2: <laughs> the European. One <laughs> on the syntho. Right, yeah. right. Uh, any other big
4: movers in the first half a dozen? One
2: standout,
4: no one stand out. Not Tommy Kitten. Well, yeah, there's been money for for Tommy Kitten. Uh, the big go has been Arctic Glamour in the third. That's number four. Yeah, baby. Uh, uh, plenty of money. It hasn't been completely off the map, but we're holding a, a stack of money on Arctic Glamour. That win, first up, was very, very impressive. It looks right up to this grade. Uh, race four. So she won by four lengths untouched. Yeah. And the turn of foot that she showed when K Mac pressed the button...
6: Mate, she'll just be winning. Arctic Glamour. Ooh, yeah.
4: hello. Agreed there, and yeah. probably can aim up at some better races through the spring as well. Yeah. yeah, Um, Another very smart horse in the next race is Snowman. Yeah, baby. Oh, hello. Um, well, guess who he beat the other day? Yeah. So if you like Riff Rocket, who had the best closing section was at Flemington the other day over 1,800 metres, you have fair, to like Snowman. Riff Rocket
6: only fell in by five and a half lengths, and Snowman <laughs> beat him by two lengths. Yeah. yeah. right
1: yeah. yeah.
4: Waller found himself a couple of nice horses mm. there. I think Snowman's the better of the two, and Riff Rocket's now your Derby favourite. So Snowman's $3.80 in this gloaming. Tom Kitten's still favourite at $2.40, but we are yeah. holding more on Snowman. You uh,
2: ready for the quaddie tax? Yeah, I've gone. All own. right, race seven, there. it's the Everest, so you need to start with a bang.
6: Yeah, what what a race this is to uh, be. You've got the market movers there for us, so? Think
2: about it. Well, the favourite is think about it, 440. They were 440 each of two, but I wish I wins it's just 440 at 460. Mm. Private Eye, 650 in secret, uh, $9.50. Cylinder, 10. Numbers in the quaddy, please, David.
6: Yeah, I, I just quickly speak. I've got some um, advice for Trumby Nolan. As oh. I said, everyone's talking about the barrier, barrier one, right? And I always say barriers win races. Yes, I wish I win. Won't probably get back to last, but it'll be back worse than midfield, right? It's going to be a high-pressure race, right? So runs will open up. And I think if Trumpy's patient enough, I just think he'll be all right. I hope he just doesn't have it in his head that he has to try and get off the fence attitude, you know? Just stay there. Let the race unfold because it's going to open up that last three, 400 metres, I reckon. And and just let things happen. And I wish I win. Hopefully he can go bang. Of course, think about it, is your favourite. Now, and he's just a winner. We'll come on from his first up run where he clearly needed it and will improve length from it. Overpass, well, it'll be in the pace. And um, in secret, is she the forgotten horse? She's Ooh. double figures,
1: right? So, one, two, three, and nine. One, two, three, and nine. Okay, it's a big race, obviously, the Everest. One, two, three, and nine are tags, numbers. Let's hear from uh, some of the trainers of the horses in the Everest. Kath Coleman, co trainer with Peter Moody of I Wish I Win. Does she want to get off the rails? Does she want to stay on the rail? Let's see what she thinks.
5: Ideally, yes. We would have loved to, to be in a, a bit of a wider alley, but it's certainly not the end of the world by any stretch of the imagination. Um, it may just mean that he's a little bit closer um, than, than a few people imagine that he will be.
1: Massive day for Joe Pride. Got two runners in the Everest. Uh, Private Eye and Think About It, the favourite. Mm. Uh, let's see what Joe thinks of his two chances in the massive twelve meter event
5: can I split them? I don't want to. Um, I've, I, I, I think maybe, um, I think maybe think um, private eye because he's been there and done it before has an advantage in that way. But then I, you know, I was looking, going through the rescue this morning. I think why would I underestimate a horse who's won 10 out of 11? Yes. Hasn't been beaten for eight runs. Seems crazy. Now why, why am I downplaying his chances? So not not even downplaying, but you know, um, so no, 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 I, I, I uh, and it's not. Yeah. I would want to avoid the question. I just I'm yeah. think they're very different horses, and and the circumstances on the day will probably decide the result.
1: it would be interesting to see how those circumstances unfold in the Everest, that... uh, probably the stable that's on fire more than any is uh, the Waterhouse Bot Camp, and they've got a ha- Hawaii Five O.
5: Yeah, I think he's in great shape. Um, you yeah, know, great great sense of timing about his campaign. Um, yeah, I he was good first up. He he, he was um, improved significantly significantly their second up for us in the uh premier stakes. I I thought it was a lovely run. I, I thought that'd just top him off nicely He's still still open to a good bit of improvement. But um I, I really like what we saw on that occasion. So yeah he's in, in, in good shape.
6: Yeah, I think he'll he'll run well Hawaii Five. I can't see him win it. Uh I think Pryk and early quinella this race. Very simple there with um think it over and and his other runner of course with Nash on board but Private Eye. Um, yeah Private Eye. Um Overpass, I left overpass. It's a Randwick's a gra- graveyard for this horse. Um, he's had eight starts there, and he hasn't won a race at Randwick, so it's just a dead set graveyard for him.
1: Uh, obviously, a very interesting race. The Everest first leg of the quadie up there in Sydney. The second leg is yes. the Silver
2: Eagle. Uh, it is uh, Pericles. Zach Purton rides drawn wide for 40. But your favourite here, favourite here, is Benedetta, the Victorian mm. mayor for Jason. Uh, Warren, uh, $4.20. So Ruthless Dame at five, Yellow Brick to very, very even market, Four eighty about Yellow Brick and Kibu at 11. So, uh, David, uh, can you find us the
6: numbers here, please? Uh, Pericles has been freshened up, right? I still think he wants more ground now, so I've left him out. Uh, I think I think it's just the three horses that you spoke about, Ruthless Dame, Yellow Brick and Benedetta. Jason Warren, he that, that Bobby Lewis has been a big, yeah, I think it's a big form race, uh, and... And Jason Warren knows how to train a Group 1 winner around uh, Sydney, too. So that was his first Group 1 back in the day. So 3, 5, and 12. 3, 5, and 12. Leaving Pericles out. Leaving yeah, Pericles wow. out. Back, see, the 1,300. I think Pericles will be better for the Golden Eagle, not the All Silver right.
2: Eagle. Uh, race 9, the King Charles stakes. Mr. Brightside, two bucks. Uh, even money. Fangirl, seven. Zaki at nine bucks. Light infantry man. We've seen this horse in Australia before. Zach Perton rides, $10. And then uh, a horse like Buckaroo, an international raider for Joseph O'Brien at $23, uh,
6: David. Yeah, money has come for Light Infantry, hasn't it? So 2, 5 and 14. 2, 5 and 14. Fangirl and Light Infantry, I think they're the only two that can try and beat Mr. Brightside.
2: Uh, I thought you might have taken him one
1: out. A no, little one out. No, 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 just the
2: lucky happen. last.
1: See how the Hayes camp think Mr. Brightside's going to go. His form in Melbourne, spectacular. I uh, wonder if they think the same, he'll be hoisting the same flag in Sydney.
3: Uh, He's good. He's good. He did his final piece of work here uh, yesterday at the farm um, and he worked through nicely, typical work for him, and loaded him up on the float uh, last night and he's arrived safely in Sydney. So um, he's following the similar recipe that we've um, done for when he's been able to attack the Doncaster and it seems
4: to be all systems go at this stage. Glad we got that.
2: Good news. Yeah, Yeah. that was great. Well, he won the Doncaster.
6: He's two from two at Randwick over the month. Taught me plenty, that did. Uh, The last
2: the last uh, more secrets and osbred flirt equal favorites at $5 a very open race here in the lucky last i couldn't have done without that jd if it was jd it might have been will uh sole choice at 6 and renaissance woman at $6 as well tough way to finish but right on jd david you might You've have been, been reading my notes where F- to look here F- as F- i'm not
6: that keen for feel i think more so oh, no i haven't got that much money to spend mate but number 10 more secrets i think he's the class galloper and he's the group 1 placed of course, so two four six and ten. Two four six and ten. Hundred and forty four dollars Jeez. No Freemoss? No. I looked at it and I just think the heart, the, the good track will Wins bring her now. undone. We'll win now. The free I oh, know I was to- you can throw her in, but yeah, Fremos, yeah, I know it's <laughs> Stay I'm a, fan. Strong, I'm a man. I'm a fan but Stay the, the good track the good track put me off her.
1: I'd be okay. throwing her in, go in. She your wants numbers. the jar out. She wants Let the jar out Pericles of the track. Pericles out, which will throw you out in the second league anyway. No, I'm in the Pericles. You'll
6: okay. get to the leader and put the head up like he did in that Oh, I don't. 2,000 last year. Yeah, well, 13-0 was oh, the, at is the start of year.
1: 2,000. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tags Squatty in Sydney. First league, 1, 2, 3 and 9. Second league, 3, 5, 12. Third league, 2, 5 and 14. And his final league, 2, 4, 6 and 10, yeah? 1, 144. So if you want to throw Pericles in,
6: in, in the second league, and Fremont's in the last, you can, but it's going to cost you a lot more than one forty-four. You know what
1: that now means, don't you? No, I'm not I'm sticking but if strong, the man. The original numbers don't come up in yeah. one of those other two weeks. i got the quad in the yeah. I told you though. I told you should have put them in. I told you. I told you school, did
6: you take my quad in on on Thursday mate, that I
1: got? The amateurs are finished from Monday to Friday. The professionals are in here on Saturday. Oh. What happened during the week, mate? The colour of the money is completely different. Okay. It's eight thirty. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come right. back and start having a look at Melbourne. Massive race. That's day. Caulfield, Corsa, yeah. Which you've ridden. Okay. group one winners galore. Yeah, multiple. Melbourne. Multiple.
0: The odds couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right, picking winners with SEN's best tipsters.
1: Yeah, there's there's a just a bevy of tipsters in here this morning. Bevy the right word, or is it a herd or is it a group? I don't know. A well, I'll tell you what, we've got flock. the best the in the flock. business. And I want I want your best of the day right now before we go into the market movers at court. and also the
6: Everyone's laughing at my best. I'm embarrassed to give it out now. I can't
1: believe it. What's your best? I'm
6: embarrassed to give it out.
1: Why? Because everyone's laughing. It's
6: your best of the day. No, it's not. Race six, number one at Caulfield. What's its name? Oh, no. Oh. You idiot. What's its (laughs) name? You're going with this soft. It's not scratched. (sighs) What's its name, mate? It's $4.20. As a best. Is that its name? Hey, I had a $6 best on the week, through the week, too. Airton. Why is everyone laughing? Mate, undefeated at Caulfield, you How many times
1: are you going to have this horse let you down before you learn not to ever back it
6: again? Well, I went off Buffalo River the other day. How many times have I made it me best and he went and bowled in the other day? Oh, oh, he's but Ayrton, Ayrton, no, Ayrton, oh. he, he loves Caulfield. Also known as Ayrton. He
1: loves, yeah, oh, Ayrton, yeah. He loves picking right. grass in the middle, that's what he likes.
6: Um, His first up record too Let's where he's four from gaps. six and he's won better races than this in the past. Pace is going to be on, mm-hmm. of course, with Buffalo River, and he'll go bang over the top of them and win. Brian,
7: right.
6: on, Only one best you can't. Spread please. your wings here. This it's, is one it's tip. Pressure, mate. It's such such a couple day. Pressure. It's hard
4: to pick one best, but I'm going to go Caulfield Race 5, number two, Uncommon James. Ooh. He's the second up specialist. Seriously? Yep. You Seriously? unvictorian. <laughs> <laughs> you unvictorian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Queenslander. I just uh, like backing winners. Uncommon he, He's ready to go here, so he. He met Asfura last up. He was first up there. Asfura was second up. She looked outstanding that night in the yard. Uncommon James would be peaking here. Blinkers mm. on first time. That's a grand final move. Frosty Lane. Yeah, can't go wrong. You do know s ran a
6: track record the other day. She'll okay.
4: be tired from that. Uh, no, it be be, yeah, okay, <laughs>
6: yeah. Imperatrice was too, wasn't it? Ranwick, uh, Ranwick, Ranwick race.
2: Shut up. Right. I'm, I'm fresh. <laughs> oh, you couldn't. You can't tell. Ramwick, race seven, number one. I wish I win. Been with him all the way. Oh, Seriously. A travel, $20 million race. Travel a little bit closer. Go on the that's big race. Grand final day. I can't believe that's grand final that's worse move. than
6: Cam Luke's best last week when he made a debutant on debut. Oh, no, no, no. That's what about worst. that one? That's
2: the worst we've seen. Oh, mate. Massive oh, I wish
1: value. I race seven, number eight, Lindemann for me. I think he's the real horse is going to show I love up how
2: we're really supportive of each other's uh, best bet. I like
1: your, yours. Yours is good. Yeah. Ryan's is yeah. good. Tags okay. us
2: It's just tags.
1: Ayrton. God, dear me. <laughs> Don't mind. <laughs> Righto, let's get into the uh, Caulfield Market Movers on a massive race day. Three Group Ones, of course. And, All right. uh The Herbert Power. You get a gold ticket into the Caulfield Cup next week if you can win that this afternoon. Uh, what's what's market movering, gentlemen? Well, uh, you tell me, Ryan.
2: You can. I'm passing some of the... Uh, Judy's over to you. So anything moving
4: significantly in the first half dozen races? App and Girl has been pretty solid in the second there, but there has been a move for Excess, who's drawn the paint. That's number eight. So it has gone from, can't get an opening price, but into 8.50 now. It's been a good push there. Um, Very interesting to see how that runner goes for the Sandu Camp. Yep. Uh, What else have we got? Looks pretty quiet in the first half dozen. there's not a lot early. It sort of really starts to heat up later. There's been a big go for Carini in the Herbert Power. Uh, Looks, it's race, like we, we spoke before, there's not a lot of depth to the race. So it probably just goes out and wins that. And then the big go in race four has been for Grey River. So this is a really open one. Tag said red card can't win. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. When I put it in the SEN special, oh, I didn't, didn't really want it. Say that. You <laughs> said it couldn't win. The punters are with you though. They're all not. Right, ba- Rose Quartz. They're will not win that. They're not backing Red Card. It's been very easy. They've come for a few there, so they're backing She Dances. South has been
6: spec'd? Ray River.
4: It's, yes, it has. It's it's into six fifty now, and then there's a bit of money for the eleven glitzing at fifteen. It's our worst way in the book. Ooh. Ooh okay.
2: Uh, well, pens and crayons and all that pens, stuff ready again.
4: Good. No. 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 Uh, Make sure you get
6: your pens, pencils, crayons, form guides, be ready. Thank you. Uh, Race seven is the might and
2: power. Over 2,000 metres. Alligator blood, 245. Just fine. at some market support with all those owners. Tags, $3.20. Unbeaten this prep. Uh, Duas at five fifty, nonconformist and Linderman fifteen and sixteen
6: respectively. Mate, I reckon nonconformist here at big odds. Ooh. I think he's, a, he's he can go close, especially being over the over the two thousand where he's three from six, um, and has improved from run to run when stepping up in trip. And I think he's the each way play in the race. Alligator blood. Well, we we know that he's had two runs over the two thousand and struggled in both of them. Just, does he just find that too far? I know he's the class so You've got to throw him in. Fancy D Oliver getting sacked off him after winning a Group 1, eh? But Timmy Clark gets back on him. Uh, so the two 2,000-metre th- two, runs he's got beat in Alligator we were both Group 1 wait-for-age races. Um, so and then one was the Cox Plate. So one, three, and nine. I think Douay's...
1: Do I, if if yep. alligator blood do I, or
6: Nonconformist conformist wins. Well, uh, when
1: Timmy Clark came back, he had to get back on. Yeah, the correct. Blood, didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah correct. I mean, there's, so there's no bad blood no. in the Oliver move. No. it's unusual
6: though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah
1: but yeah. Yeah, the Clark, i I'm, I'm a, And we spoke about it a couple of Saturdays ago. I, I feel alligator blood. Again, nothing against Damien. Travels better for Clark mm. than he than he does for Ollie. Albeit He won the. Well, hmm.
6: I, well, Ollie knows. Group what it's like now nice getting star. sacked
1: off a of group one because he used the neck
6: or the other jock. So he's after 35 years, he knows what it's getting a taste of his own medicine.
2: <laughs> no, wonder he's working. no wonder he's working for the opposition. Okay, the
1: first, first leg, uh, one, three, and nine from tags. Let's uh, let's go to the second leg. Uh,
2: tricky race this one. Wishlaw Lass at 270. He's come up your favorite. The day, Barbie's Fox at five, Papillion Club seven dollars, Foxy freighted from that inside gate seven dollars fifty, and then. Uh, out
6: to double figures, the rest. I can't believe Wishlaw's is a favourite. Law last. It is the false favourite if I've ever seen one. Mm. Right, Place lay. Oh mate, just lay it all day. Uh, so I, I think uh, she's a false favourite. All the wins have come over the fourteen hundred, no higher than a BM seventy. That's her highest grade she's won in, BM70. Has had one run over the mile where she failed in an 84 last prep. Bet at your own peril. I think Barbie's Fox, despite drawing the outside gate, she comes off running fourth in the Epsom, which is a cracking form race. She does need luck, of course, but she is the one to have uh, to beat. And most of these mares come out of that valley race, won by Amelia's Jewel, one, three, and four.
4: One, One, three, and four. I'm leaving the favourite
6: out. I can't believe it. Left it out. What's your opinion tags. on that, Rhino? Second that day. was
4: almost going to be my best of the day. Oh, I'm all. Sure, See, the little tags has talked out the the trader. You should have taken him. Well, off. I've already backed it, but one of us is yeah. having a good day. One's I'll having a bad I'll give you three dollars about it then. Minimum deal. bet tag bet deal. Minimum bet one thousand. Let's go. <laughs> oh, dearie, dearie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um,
1: two legs of the Melbourne quaddy now done. Oh, we're going to take a break in a sec, <laughs> and, you book and then come back with the uh, with the. Last two uh, legs in our best bets half time best bet, yeah, half time quality, our best bet multi, so Ooh. uncommon James, yeah, into Ayrton, yeah, into Lindeman, into I wish I win, you can have a Yankee on all the place, yeah, seven hundred and no all win, <laughs> seven hundred and seventy eight dollars we can have a Yankee, you better have two We're, bucks on that ten dollars on that, and you ten. And you've, you've got 7,000. Now, if you do it for the place, yeah. I'll come back on the other side of the break <laughs> and I'll tell you what you can Ooh, get the place the for our, our little bet. And I think, just got a feeling that that's going to be a really good way to have a bit of fun this afternoon. And it's all about fun. Do we that's have what to put in it? It's twi- well, we have to. We'll <laughs> it's 20 to 9. If you want to put in out and only put three legs in, go for your life. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back shortly.
0: Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's Best Tipsters.
1: Thanks, mate. That helps. Good. Quarter to nine. We're nearly there. We're well through our second hour. Tag joins us at eight. He came in absolutely bouncing, mm. had that many opinions. And he oh, I must admit, he's voiced them also.
2: Look at that, booming regional suburbs, Swan
1: Hill. Look at that. Must be the race track. Can you concentrate on the show we're doing? Broken Hill is there. Broken Hill is there, too. Poor yeah.
2: Perry. <laughs> You've uh, got to be joking. Militarizes your favourite here well, in okay. the...
1: Can we just explain to everyone what we're doing now? We're halfway now? through the Quad. Where? We're at going Caulfield. to the third leg of the Quaddy. Yes, which at is
2: uh, Happens to be the Caulfield Guineas. Sponsored by a far inferior uh, betting organisation. Uh militarise is your favourite 250. Stepati. has never been beaten, it's the party. King Colorado, $9.00,
6: V8 is 14 David. Deep guineas. Number one militarised is the Sydney star who's looking to win another group one mile, like he did as a two-year-old in the Champagne in the Autumn. Doesn't draw good, but looks the best horse in the race. Joe always rides him well and should do again. King Colorado is the best of four miles runners, in my opinion. And he hasn't been far away in his two runs leading into this. And the mile suits him better, like one, when he won the Atkins third up over the over the Queensland winner. And, of oh course, wow. my little buddies to party. The undefeated Victorian. Victoria versus New South Wales. 1-3 and 4. 1-3 and 4.
1: Ooh. You sure? Look, you've got 1-3-9,
6: Yeah, there oh. you go. And in the... Mate, the quality could be three 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 3 All one out. Lucky
2: last... Uh, Amelia's Jewel, the West Australian That's all you need. Wonder Mare, drawn a little wide and sticky, $2.40. Uh, Antino, we spoke to Tony Golan. He's okay with the draw, $6, and then the, the inevitable $10. And He's okay
6: with the draw. Bigger. <laughs> Number six, Antino is the one of her main dangers, who draws outside her in the car park. Uh, I think we will just need the West Aussie star, three one out.
7: Ooh, $27 ooh.
6: a Caulfield Quaddy on Caulfield Guineas Day. Oh. Uh, what about a $27 quaddy
2: You've got to get that? it first, mate. No point yeah, in and <laughs> one you haven't got.
6: Yeah, I know. You take 10%, it's
1: $2.70. Okay. Tags' as Melbourne quaddy numbers are 1, 3 and 9 to 1, 3 and 4 into 1, 3 and 4 into 3. Correct yeah, weight. Yep. $27. There we are. 20, $27. Gentlemen, last week we spoke of the the headline that was going to come out of the oh. the races. How wrong we all were. You yeah. guys thought that Hong Kong horse who'd been racing its last two years against Hong Kong inferior opposition thought it was going to come out here and smash us in the Group 1. Never looked like wouldn't it? Wow. So, so, He'll be right. So, you know, the, the warrior wasn't, you know... Didn't kick any heads the, in, did he? You no, know, banging down the door like you thought the headline mm. was going to be. Mm. Uh, nor did my headline, uh, so that was disappointing. But so be it. What is tomorrow's headline out of racing today, Melbourne or Sydney? What's what? What's the he- how's the headline read?
2: Uh, I reckon you can put just the word militarise on the front and the back of the paper. You know why? Well, it's on the uh, front already, uh, isn't it? Why? Are you been watching the news? Put him on the front and the
6: back. Okay. Mm. Got you there in the end. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm quoting something Not from, sure if it's from <laughs> over 20 correct, year ago.
1: But...
2: Well,
6: there's a war going on, that. I've got a quote from Not over sure 20 year I... ago. The winner is Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind that.
2: So the Sydney form is the best form.
6: Yeah, because the Everest is on in Sydney. But nah, well, yeah, well, militarised, we know he's a star. I, I want to see us the party it, but militarised, yeah. But the winner is Sydney.
1: Mm. Well, mm. come on then, Guru. So you think Sydney's racing will garnish more headlines tomorrow than Melbourne? Well, if militarised wins the Guineas as well.
2: But all the Sydney horses have come to Melbourne to take our money and the Melbourne horses yeah. are up there to take their money. Mm. That's how the market looks anyway. Victorians are favourites up there, and Sydney's is are favourites down here.
1: The winner is Sydney. Mm. Now this may be tough on you, Ryan, to, to ask you for your headline yeah, tomorrow sure. because it, we've done it for three weeks and it's taken all of that three weeks for these two to understand. And I'm asking you to understand, or I think you will. Yeah, I've got it. Because I've... you're quite a smart fella.
4: I'm going to add to what JJ gave you before it'll be Militarise is your Coxplate favourite. Ooh, Coxplate favourites. Mm hmm.
7: What That's price? Too big a headline that. If he
4: domino,
2: if he if he's if he's a dominant winner, what price do you reckon he would come up in a cockspite?
6: Be
4: like five five dollars? five dollar favorite.
6: Yeah, you've got to speak on the mic. That's... Oh, <laughs> oh
4: <laughs> yeah. from... here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, into me. I'm surprised you're <laughs> even
2: in
1: the studio. Now, I, <laughs> well, what's yours? Sorry, no, no. I'm, I'm just taking one moment here because I just want to look up militarise here. Oh no, no. Yeah, he run two thousands by done Deal. Yeah, mm, okay. I think he's screaming so out two for it. Hello, probably... you've been swayed, haven't you? Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm get on him, a...
4: Get on him now for the Cox play. Starting hey, Scoop. You know, just go just off the
1: subject. Sammy Semi,
6: Hargrave's in next, right? He's wearing the Okanuis. Have <laughs> we'll look at him. Mate, it's radio. No
1: one can see that. We're... Except for us four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, we are coming into um, summer. It's only two hours. I don't degrees, know that we're so cut
2: out. <laughs> I honestly don't know we're cut out for two hours. Mm. I think we're probably in I and think I think one of the main
1: discussion points of tomorrow will be. Gator, we go back to an hour. Just two thousands, just beyond it. Too far. Yeah, just too far. You'll struggle to it's get. It's a it. bridge too far. He's going to be
6: vulnerable. Is the stablemate going to take him on? Just fine.
1: Take him on. They're both going to be on pace. Yeah, they're going to be both on pace. Yeah, both going to be on pace. And I, I think just fine at two thousand meters is. He's getting ready as for it next sounds week. Sounds better suited than yeah. That's than the, the sweet
7: spot,
4: two thousand?
6: Yeah, is yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. He's getting ready for next week. though, just fine, isn't he? My, a mile and cap- a
1: half of quality, I think he's going to really struggle. Yeah. I wanted him hitting the line better. I thought he deserved to hit the line better in the Metropolitan than yeah, he did. correct. All th- right. So that's, uh, that's my thing. We're going to take a break and come back, uh, go over our, our best bets, our quality numbers, uh, all thanks to Werribee you Ute, of course. Upgrade your old Ute into a D-Max now. They are paying top dollar for trade-ins. It's nine to nine.
0: The odds couple starting your weekend of racing off right, picking winners with SEN's best tipsters.
1: Yeah, it's been a long morning, a couple of hours, only an hour of tags. Uh, Ryan Ingram joining us from Sportsbet Bet uh, right throughout the show. Enjoyed Ryan's company, enjoyed Josh's company. I've enjoyed my own company, and you're going to enjoy these numbers for the Quaddies this afternoon the Sydney Quaddy, one, two, three, and nine, three, five, twelve, two, five, fourteen, two, four, six, ten. The Melbourne Quaddy, 139, 134, 134 and 3. And those uh, Quaddies uh, brought to you by Werribee Isuzu Ute. Upgrade your old Ute into a D-Max now. They are paying top dollar for
2: They'll days. be on the uh, Quaddy app as well. Uh, some information filtering through. No unbeaten Colt has ever won the Guineas. Just a little fact for you. So that might cancel out the party. No one so beaten Colt has ever won the wow, Guinea's That's really? the information coming that's a, that's a, to a, that that's a be Rider right? I
6: mean who, who Tegan,
2: that better be right or I'm coming yeah. for you because I've embarrassed myself in front of the nation. <laughs> hey,
6: what about some of the um Spring specials racing that, hubs? It's mate, what about this? I've just had something on this. Both Joe Pride horses to run top five in the Everest. Yes. Which is private Iron, think about it, three dollars.
2: Yes, wow. so uh, go to your sports bet yeah, app, go to Zach. racing, go all the way to extras. Ryan and the team have come up with a heap of specials here. Uh, mega bets, so you can take anything you want. There's heaps on there, so make sure you go and have a look on there. There's also some stuff on there for Victoria Cup night tonight for the uh, Harness fans.
1: Okay, now let's just uh, recap what our best best bets are and why. Tags, your best bet and why.
6: Yeah, as I said, I've got a bit of flack for this, but race six, number one in Caulfield Airtime. I just see he's a good fresh horse. He's... um, He's four from six, six first up. He hasn't been beaten at Caulfield as well. He just, made he flies around this giant, and that's why. I know he's got issues, but, uh, yeah, he's four from four at the track and three from three over the course. Okay, why Ryan,
1: you've gone with Uncommon
4: James. Yes, Caulfield race five, number two, Uncommon James at 2.30. Uh, he's second up here. Blink has gone first time. Uh, gets the fitness now over Asfura. I think he's a great bet.
2: Love it. Uh, race seven, number one at Ramwick. I, oh, I wish I win. I'm going for glory in the biggest race of the day, twenty million bucks. And I think Peter Moody and Catherine Coleman's charge has been set for this from a long, long way out, and he'll get the gap when he needs it, and he will explode, and he might win easy.
1: Race seven, number eight for me, Linderman. At uh, very good each way odds. Uh, I think he's going to find he's found his race today in the might and power, and I think. Uh, ridden very well by a magic man mr marira i think uh, Linderman might find his best form this afternoon if you want to go with our best bets and do the the multi if the winning multi as we said paid is paying something near $800 yeah. the place multi is around the 14 bucks so can't say it missing um, really e- either way let's hope uh, that uh, best bets multi gives uh, someone a a little win this afternoon Tags, lovely to see you. Yep. Have a great day. Will do, you too. Ryan, enjoy the races. Will do. Josh? See you on track, Kurt. Yeah, good to see you for two hours. Mm. You going to make two hours next week? Doubt it. Doubt so, it. it. so you okay. did an hour,
2: you did an hour and a half and we did two hours. Yeah.
1: Up next uh, oh, on SEN 1116 off the, off the bench, of course, uh, Picker's there. He's, he's a part of the staple diet. Sam the Butcher Hargraves uh, <laughs> joins him this morning while uh, Winners <laughs> with Gareth Hall features on SEM Track. We look forward to your company again next week. Enjoy a great race day. Next week's Caulfield Cup. It's it's getting better and better and better.